and uh, suffering, uh, going through. So here he is now, once he realized that, he decided to uh, suffer affliction with his people than to enjoy the pleasures. And Jesus said this, uh, what Peter, as he began to write, he said, if you suffer with me, then can you reign with me? So if we plan on reigning with the Father, we're going to suffer some things. We're going to. But guess what? There is coming a day, I promise you, that we're going to really live. Whatever you're denying yourselves of down here, whatever uh, uh, you're forsaken to do the will of God, you know what? Guess what? There is coming a day that we're going to live in the kingdom. Well, there is no more worry, no more crying, no more sickness, no more disease. Man, everything that we want is going to be right there. But we got to get through this. We got to make it through this. And the enemy knows his destination. So he's trying to get us to fall with him. So that we cannot live the life that is promised to us. God wants the best. If he didn't want the best, he didn't even have to send Jesus. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and he should be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Come worship with us. Enter the nation of faith, church of the living God. 1279 Pickin' Road, Leesville, Louisiana. Where God is first and people are always. Welcome to the Living Your Destiny broadcast with Dr. John Barton, bringing you the Word of God with simplicity and revelation. Now, let's join Dr. Barton for today's message. It's normally the goal should be the normal goal for every believer because we want to live a life of integrity. Amen? Uh, it's, it's, it's normally the goal of, of, of every advancing business or organization. I mean, if you're part of a business or a job, that they value integrity. If they don't value integrity, I'm going to advise you to get away from, get out of that job and find something else. Because what is integrity in our natural world? We want to say what we mean, we want to mean what we say. If we say we're going to do something, we're going to do it. That's integrity. Amen? I was at a restaurant, I placed an order, and uh, they told me to be there in about 20 minutes to pick it up, and I, I gave my order to them clearly. I spelled it out to them. I had them repeat it to me. So I learned my lesson before about that. Amen? So I went to pick it up, and just normally I check it, uh, before I leave, but for some reason I got distracted and got home and looked in the bag and it wasn't even complete. So what I did was I got on the telephone and called them and told them that they messed the order up and they apologized and, and, and I appreciated that because they were trying to fix uh, the mistake they made. So what they did was they gave me a coupon, I got back, uh, came back and, and, and got me a, a free meal the next time I got, came back. So let me just say this about integrity when it comes to, to us as human beings. Uh, being in, integral doesn't mean that we're going to get it right all the time. But being integral means that when we do mess up, 
we will own up to it and make the correction. That's, that's what being a person of integrity. You're not going to always do it right. As a, I don't care if you're a ministry. I don't care if you're a business. You can be one of the greatest businesses in the city. You're not going to always get it right. But can you own up to your mistakes? Correct it and do better the next time. It was Maya Angelou that says, when you know better, you do better. See, that's integrity. Integrity doesn't mean that you are at this perfect state where you never make mess up. Now, that's, that's, that's in our human understanding. Now, let me tell you about God. God is the most perfect person when it comes to integrity. You know why? Because he never messes up. He gets the order right the first time. Glory to God. <laughs> Amen. He don't have to say, oops, messed up. Amen. You wanted a french fries when I put mashed potatoes? Hey, you, you wanted, uh, 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 you know, you, you, <laughs> you wanted uh, shrimp when I put chicken. No, no, no. God gets it right. Y'all not hear what I'm saying. Y'all not hear. See, God don't make no mistakes. God is not like Steve Urkel. Oh, did I do that? Oh. No, no, no. God is perfect in all of his ways. Never missed a beat. March to the beat of his own drum on cue. Clapped on cue. Stumped on cue. Sang on cue. Spoke on cue. Never missed a beat. Never missed a cue. He is an on-time God who is perfect in all. I'm talking about your daddy now. He's perfect in all his ways. Glory to God. See, that's when we talk about integrity, we're talking about God. Amen? So in a world where, where corruption is the norm, integrity stands out in the crowd. Integrity says, oh, no, I'm not going to. Just because, how many of you heard from your kids when everybody's doing it? And you tell them, you're not everybody. You a child of the most high God. We have values in this house. Amen. We have, we, we walk the way of righteousness here. If everybody jumps in the lake, are you going to jump in the lake with them? See, integrity stands out. Integrity stands out. Uh, when I was in the grocery store a couple of weeks ago, uh, I was paying uh, for my groceries with some cash, but I didn't realize that $5 fell down on the floor. And the, 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 there was this lady that came behind and said, excuse me, sir, you dropped this. And I said, oh, I am so appreciative of you being honest. She said, well, it wasn't me. It was my little boy that said, you dropped this. I said, what? So I took the $5 and I gave it to the little boy. The little boy smiled and said, you know, thank you. See, because integrity has a reward connected to it. See, if you got to cheat your way to the top, if you got to lie your way to the top, if you got to lie your way to get ahead in life, you might go up, but you're going to have to come down. The only way to the top is through integrity. Oh, yeah, this, I'm, I'm, because while people are trying to climb the ladder of success, God wants you to own the ladder. You, you won't have to climb it. You walk the way of God. You walk the path of God, and you live a life of integrity. Let me tell you, people, they're doing all kinds of things. 
scheming their way, lying their way, but you have other DNA. You are made in the image and likeness of God. You're like your father. So you don't have to lie your way to get ahead in life. I don't care what people are doing to try to get ahead. Stay in the path of God for your life. That's what Joseph taught us in Genesis. Even when he was lied on. Amen. He was lied on. He stood his ground of integrity. And who ended up in the palace being in control, being in charge? Joseph. Touch somebody and say, stand your ground. Amen. So Jesus is our perfect example when it comes to integrity. John 14, 6. John 14, 6. Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. The truth. I am the truth. I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No man comes unto the Father but by me. He also said in John 5, 19, Jesus answered, said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, the Son can do nothing of himself, but what he seeth the Father do. For what Jesus, or for what things soever he doeth, these also doeth the Son likewise. So here's what Jesus is saying. He says, I'm pattering my life after my Father. I will not say anything that my Father is not saying. And I will not do anything that my father is not doing. My father is an integral God. And so if I'm his son, I'm a person of integrity as well. Okay? My father is speaking truth. So guess what? I'm going to speak truth. There is no lie in my father. He will not lie. He will not disappoint. He will not fall short of what he says he is or who he says he is. So I'm going to do just that. And Jesus said to us, amen, as we allow him to be in us, we can ask whatsoever we will, John chapter 15, and it shall be done. Because God responds to the integrity of his word. Amen. Oh, my, my, my. So if you're not speaking the word, you're not speaking in line with integrity. Amen. So... Here's two things I want you to write down. The integrity of God's word is based on two things. The integrity of God's word is based on two things. Number one, God's sovereignty. I want you to say this, God is sovereign. God is sovereign. Now, how many of you have heard that before, God is sovereign? Let me see your hands. What does that mean? And you, you, all, you hear God is in control, right? See, we've been taught God is sovereign. Uh, if you were to look up the word sovereign in the dictionary... You will see meanings like superior, the greatest, supreme in power and authority. He is the ruler. He is independent of all others. Amen. And you will also hear or see things like God is in control, which means there is absolutely nothing that happens in the universe that is outside of God's influence. And authority. He is the CEO of the board. He's the chairman of the board. He is, come on somebody. He is the king of kings. And the Lord of lords. And so you will also hear that God has no limitations. So if I just give you, you just throw some scripture out at you. Revelation 21 verse 6. Talks about he is immortal. 
He is present everywhere so that everyone can know him. Colossians 1.16. Just get as much as you can. Get the CD so that you get the entirety of it. Colossians 1.16. God created all things and holds all things together, both in heaven and on earth, both visible and invisible. Look at your God. Romans 11.33. God knows things like the past, present, future. There's no limit to his knowledge. He knows everything completely, even before it happens. Jeremiah 32, 17. Is there anything hard, too hard for the Lord? No, nothing is impossible with God. Psalm 103, 19. God is in control of all things, and he rules over all things. He has power and authority over nature. Praise God. His sovereignty. He's supreme. Even, watch this, even Satan himself has to ask God for permission to do certain things. Satan doesn't have all authority. Some of you give the devil too much credit. Oh, you listen to say amen. So his sovereignty, God's sovereignty makes him superior to all other gods. Amen. And with his sovereignty... It's what makes him worthy to be praised. How many of you know the Lord is worthy to be praised? But even when we know about the sovereign, the sovereignty of God, I just want to add something to this because this is revelation what I'm about to share to you. Although God is sovereign, you need to understand that under God's sovereignty, there are two things you, you, you must really understand. First of all, God's perfect will and his permissive will. Because, see, if you hear everything I just said about God is sovereign, he has all power, all authority, he'll do whatever he say, you won't pray. Because you're going you're gonna to say, well, if God is in control and he has all authority, what's the need of praying? He's going to do just what he want to do anyway. Come on, think about it. Isn't that a valid argument? If God is in control, if God is going to do exactly what he wants to do anyway, why should I pray? I'm glad you asked. Because here's another part we don't understand about God's sovereignty. It involves two things, his perfect will and his permissive will. Amen. How many of you know God has a perfect will for our lives? That's his, his sovereignty wants to allow that perfect will to unfold in your life. However, under his sovereignty, he has a permissive will. That which he allows you to do. 